I'm the coolest person in the place. So, with that being said, this guy sitting next to me is a friend of mine. We actually grew up together, and I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of him. He's just, you know, just been turning heads and, and, and just been doing some awesome things. And so I'm not going to tell his story. Um, I'm going to let you guys tell, I'm going to let him tell you guys who he is what he's got going on, where he's from, and things of that sort. Because as you guys know, um, Heavenly Sent, people you should know is people that I think that, you know, people should know and anybody that I think that can inspire or motivate the kids. Um, I want them on my show because there are other opportunities and resources and avenues that kids can go, not just a baseball player or a basketball player or a football player. There are some lucrative opportunities out there to where as kids could really make some money and so that's why I brought this guy in um he invited me out to an event yesterday and you know being in this profession you know I see you know take my son to get a haircut but I'm like oh, okay here take the 20 dollars but for me to go yesterday and see at least seven or eight ten barbers really you know perfect the craft and putting these designs in their heads and they was timed and I mean it was just it was just just I was blown away by it. And so, um, with that being said, this is Nasi, Barbara Nas, as you guys know him. And uh, tell us who you are, Mr. Nas. Uh, well, as she so eloquently put it, I am, my name is Nasi Yehuda. Um, I'm known as Barbara Nas. Um, <clears throat> it's a name that I got um, back growing up when I was cutting hair. Um, a lot of people, didn't know my name. They really didn't even care. They were just like, they needed a haircut. So my name was Barbara, and it just stuck. And, you know, my name is Nasi, and short, Nas. So Barbara was, was my first name, because that's what I was known for, cutting hair. And Nas was a nickname, because it's short for Nasi, but it's also similar well, I don't say similar, exactly like the rapper. So it was only fitting to give me the name because, you know, as the rapper Nas is, he's a conscious rapper. He's the truth. And so I'm the truth on the Clippers. So I'm, I'm, I'm Nas two times. <laughs> you know, it's my real name. And it's like kind of like a, a, a compliment to be, you know, included in something that's great as somebody, like as far as a rapper that's, you know, trying to educate through music, stuff like that. And so, Barbara Nas. So tell us where you're from. Uh, I'm from Douglas Park, North Lawndale, west side of Chicago. Uh, I grew up 3221, um, 13th and Troy, pretty much. Now, he being nice, y'all, he not telling y'all mm -hmm. who he really is, but this guy has, you know, every time I, I, I'm on social media, he's won, he's won all these awards, and, you know, he works for some, prop, some, uh, some name, mm -hmm. some, some name, how do you say it, some name brand, or, yeah, uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah tell us about, tell us, because, see, I want the kids to know, you know, what you do, how you do it, and right. the different avenues that they can go in regards to what you're doing. So you're not just a regular barber, because like I said, yeah. I went to an event last night, y'all, and you know me, I, I'm I'm going to talk, and you know, I'm going to network with people, and everybody 
that I had a conversation with. I mean, I talked to a guy from Kansas. I talked to a guy from New York. I talked to a guy from Downers Grove. I mean, everybody that I made conversation with, and when I, you know, asked them who they was and what they doing, and I was like, do you know Nas? They're like, yeah, we know Bob and Nas. And so I was like, man, that's what's up. I mean, it was a diverse, a diverse, a diverse community of people, and, and that, and that's, and that says a lot about you. You know, mm -hmm. any times that you can go outside of your comfort zone and put yourself in a whole different arena of people uh, speaks volumes. And so, like I said, he's got all these different awards. Uh, um, he's competed in all these different. Um, showcases and mm -hmm. um, he's got a cool uh, like a little commercial type thing on social media I think he mentioned that he worked for walls, which is the top clipper, right? Yeah, so Wall clipper corporation So with all that being said, how did you how were you able to get your way around in that arena? I mean as far as getting yourself out there because you know, like I said, you're not just a, a Barber anymore. You're an educator mm -hmm. and you're ambassador for top name uh, True companies. So how, how does that work? Um, pretty much, um, at the end of the day, everything, um, no matter what you get in life, it comes from hard work, you know? I mean, a lot of people don't really want to put the work in to get what they want. Like, hard work really never goes unnoticed. And it's been, like, kind of, like, embedded in me at an early age. Like, if you want something, you just work for it, you go get it, pray about it. So, pretty much, I was the neighborhood barber, cutting hair forever, just cutting you know, always I was just trying to keep a couple of dollars. Cutting the hair was like a hustle. You know, I I never looked at it as a career. I never looked at it as like something that I'll be doing for the rest of my life. I never really. The first time I picked up a pair of clippers, it was to cut my own hair. I was a kid, and um, my father used to cut my hair. He wasn't a barber, but he used to jack it up. So <laughs> I had to go to school and get talked about. So I figured if I pick these clippers up and cut my own hair, it can't be as bad as what my father used to do. Like, I'm going to school getting roasted, like, all through the hallway. I'm at lunch, and this, <laughs> a guy, three, four people down, like, I know he's talking about me because I'm earth, you know? So I picked up the Clippers, of course, you know? It wasn't as easy as I thought it was, you know? Um, I messed it up way worse than my father did, and I thought that was, <laughs> I, I didn't even know that was possible. So... But I have one of those personalities, like if somebody tell me I can't do something, or if I attempt to do something, especially if it's productive or constructive, and I don't get it, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. Either I'm going to keep trying till I master it, or I'm going to keep trying to know that if I like it, if I don't like it. You know, like, okay, that was good. I learned how to do that. That was real good. I'm, I'm good at it, but I don't like that. So I just kept doing it to see how I was going to feel, because I just wanted to cut my own hair. You know, at that point, I just wanted a good haircut, you know. Of course, I grew up, you know, you know, we come come from an era, you know, people used to talk about people, you know, similar to things going on, you know, you know, being bullied, you know, it could be verbal, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, so. And financial, we teach that to the financial. kids. And financial, we teach that to the kids. And financial. So I kind of get to, so the kids was like, you know, used to talk about my hair and then, Eventually, I used to keep cutting my hair, keep cutting my hair, keep cutting my hair, until eventually the kids would be like, okay, well, I see you ain't I see you ain't cutting your own hair no more. Who did that? You know what I'm saying? So when I heard him say that, because I didn't heard everything else, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what? I think I, I, I may be on to something. So I started to tell them, like, yeah, I cut my own hair. You know? But when they, when they started telling me, you know, because the same kid that's bullying you, now they're telling you, like, hey, 
Yeah, I said, you done gone here and let a professional get to you, you know? <laughs> so when I started hearing that, I knew I was on. So I'm like, you know what? Well, I might be pretty good. Wait, did you work a nine to five first or just? Before I became a barber? Correct. Yes. So actually, you also went to college. Oh, yeah. So he, he, yeah, he, he went to college. I remember that. And uh, he worked a job. And so um, for yeah. some reason, you know, you heard his story. He was bullied and. You know, at one point, he got his hair to the point to where people was like, hey, what you got yeah. going on? Shout out to the bullies. <laughs> <laughs> out, no, so, therefore, he didn't, you know, made himself, you know, a, a, a household name in, in, in regards to, uh, or I should say, in the barber industry. And so, um, as I mentioned, um, Walls Clippers. So, you are or were an ambassador for them. Is that correct? Kind of. Okay. I'm a educator. Okay. And what so, exactly does that mean? What that, what that mean is, just like yourself, you know, but I just teach hair cutting. So when I teach people how to cut hair, I use their clippers. Oh, wow. You know? So um, you go into a setting of people, mm -hmm. and you do what you do, but using their clippers. Right. And but they, when, they, it's, when it's, yes, only when it's got something to do with, like, with the company. Okay. So like an industry event. Or like a hair show or something like that. If I'm on a stage on a platform work, I'm doing a class at Salon Centrics. I use their tools. Um, I, I pretty much use their tools all the time because you know I work for them. Okay. I mean I'm 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 honored to be a part of the team. So when, when, once you're a part of something, you have to know the ins and the outs of it. So I feel like it would be an injustice to them, and I would be cheating myself to be using all these other different brands. I want to be sense. able to master because they, they took a chance on me, so I'm a, I'm gonna I'm give it back. So. Right. I could tell them, so I could use their clippers and be like, you know what, these do that, you know? Something that they probably never heard from another educator because I'm different, you okay. know? So I bring something different to the table. So I uh, cut in there, uh, I got my barber license eventually. Uh, it started off with me just working a job and just getting on the bus and, you know, I'm, I'm factoring in the time and, you know, as soon as I give me a car, all the traffic that I'm spending, the money that I'm spending, you know, uh, the 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 checks and the taxes that they taking out. I'm like, okay, I'm making <laughs> so and so amount of dollars, and and every day I'm an hour or two in traffic, and when I get to work, you know, it's it's some of the work was back breaking work, you know, and so, but people are calling me like, man, when you when are you gonna be free, like, you know, because they want a haircut. So I thought, okay, so if I get out work at three o'clock and I make a home about four, and I cut hair to nine ten o'clock, and I can make sixty seventy dollars. That's three, four hundred dollars a week. That's what I make in my job. So if I cut here full time, I can double that. So do you have your own shop? Yes. Where's your shop? Uh, shop Madison Tree Barbers, twenty four twenty nine West Madison. And how long have you been over there? Uh, we uh, were established in two thousand and fourteen, October. Wow. So you've been over there since two thousand and fourteen. Yes. Yep. Impressive. Wow. So he's got his own barbers. Well, first of all, let me go back. He's from the west side of Chicago. He's in the Douglas Park area. He went to college. He said several colleges. He worked a nine to five. He was bullied. And um, he said his father was cutting his hair. And he <laughs> and, yeah. and it was embarrassing. And so he started cutting his own hair. So in the midst of him cutting his own hair, um, he, you know, some he did a good job one time and someone noticed it. And from there he started, you know, his own little thing, his his own um what do you call it? Craft? Is yeah. that say he started, I started his craft? Cutting hair about out, out of my mother's house, and then you know I used to let people in the house. They start stealing, <laughs> and, and you know sometimes people come in there with, with 
body odor, you know. <laughs> you know, when somebody come in your house, you don't want them to, you know, if you leave something, you're going to leave some money or some food. Don't leave, you know, your unpleasantries, you know. So, and, So your know, mom got tired of you bringing right. all these intruders in and yeah. she shut up. When he got his own barbershop, now he's, uh... Well, not at that time, I didn't go get my own barbershop. It took me a while to get my own barbershop, but... I had to go outside cold on the back porch. And then when it, when the wintertime season hit, I had to go on the front porch because it was heat. So but I, anywhere but the house. So I had to run an extension cord from the back porch in the summer times and the spring and the fall when it was pleasant outside. And then when it got too cold, when the client was shaking under that cape, I had to come on, we got to walk around through the gangway, go to the front because they can't walk through the house. You got to pee. You got to go through the gangway on the side, go to the back or something. Like, mama was like, ain't nobody coming to this house. People stealing. They stank. Makes sense. You know, you know, people got bad energy. You know what I'm saying? People case your joint. You never know. You know, somebody come in your house, you cut their hair, they leave, and then send somebody else to come back and rob you. You know what Safe I'm saying? Say. You're right. So. So from, so from there then, so tell us about, um, so he's, I think I went to his shop a while ago and, you know, he's got over 15, 16 different trophies. And I'm like. 54 to be exact. 54 trophies. Tell us about these 54 trophies. So. 54 trophies, y'all. 2016, uh, I went to a hair show, ABS show, uh, and I went to another barber battle. One of my barbers was, it's like two years after my shop opened. One of my barbers wanted to go to one one of the hair shows. We went to the hair show, and they was having like a little, like in a little corner, like in a little corner of the, of the show, they had like a little barber battle. You okay. Know? Like they put them over here, like, yeah, over there, they, they over there cutting hair, you know? So I hear all the music, the DJ, all the people standing around. I'm like, what's going on over there? You know, because the hair shows is always, you know, it's all this weave and laces and, you know, all, you know, all the stuff that, you know, it's a hair show. It ain't really barbering. I haven't been to one, so I want to go. Right. So I go over there and see the barber battle, and I see like barbers cutting and stuff, and they, you know, they got, you know, I see one barber, he got a little kid hopping out of a little. Hot wheel, you know, with a nice outfit on. I'm like, what's going on? No, I'm, I'm intrigued now. Yeah. What's going on? That was crazy. Yeah. All right, so I'm like, okay. So I see, you know what I'm saying, everybody cutting. Then they start at the end, they announcing the winners. And, and you know, so I'm like, okay, that's pretty dope. But I never thought that was for me. Okay. I was like, okay, I see there's another avenue in barbering. You know, I'm one of those cut hair all day in the shop, go home, eat, go to sleep, do it again, yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, man, that's pretty cool. I never thought it was for me. I was just, that was something I was exposed to. I'm like, man, that was pretty cool. I'm, I'm glad I had that experience. Wow. But then 2016, now this is the same year. So November 2016, I decided to go to instructor school to get my barber instructor license because I want to open up my own barber school on the west side, which I'm still working on. So. Oh, cool. You said a barber school on the west side? Yes. Okay. There's only one other barber school where I graduated from. His wow. and hers. Okay. On the west side of Chicago. So. I go to school because I want to get my instructor's license because I want to open up my own school. I want to run my own school the way I want to run it. I don't want to have to depend on somebody else, pay somebody else to, to you know, to teach my students, you know, because I, I'm, by that time, I'm 20 years in cutting hair. So, wow. you know, I'm pretty knowledgeable enough to teach people how to do what I'm doing very well. So And not everybody can teach. No, everybody can't teach. Just because you're good at something, I mean, you can show somebody else That's how to so do true. it. so true. So I go to school, and part of my uh, part of my requirement as a student barber instructor is to motivate the the barber students. So I'm a licensed barber, but I'm a I'm a student as well. I'm a student instructor, and now I'm help 
facilitating classrooms for student barbers, like people who come in just to get their license, you know, first off. So there's a lot of barber battles going on, and a lot of students were into the barber battle scene. They were like, yeah, we want to go. Me personally, I didn't really care for it. I've been there before. I saw some of the best cuts not win. So I really didn't understand. Like, you know, I ain't know if it politics involved or whatever. But, you know, if somebody have a dream, I'm not the type of person to be like, no, nah, that's whack, Joe. I've been there before. As you should. They be playing people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that because that's not my, that's not me. Like, you got your own parade, I'm not going to rain on it. You know what I'm saying? So they want to go. They want to compete. So I'm like, okay. I'm I'm literally, you know, telling them, like, if you want to compete, just go and compete. But, you know, it took a little bit more. So I told them to, uh, well, actually, uh, the school, they they take the students to uh, field trips. Okay. To hair shows. So... I decided to jump out there and get into one of the competitions to inspire the students. Okay. I'm like, okay, I'm a shop owner. I'm a licensed barber. I already got, I've been cutting hair in the city of Chicago over 20 years, you know. I'm, you know, I'm pretty much known over the city of Chicago, you know, for the most part. Okay. So I'm like, if I go out here and take this L, they will, it, it, it will encourage them to do it. Like, exactly. if Nas can go out here, he's a shop owner. Like, because, you know, you know how these young people are. They don't want to lose at nothing. Absolutely. It's, like, not. totally embarrassing to, to lose something. So I'm like, okay, if I go out here, I'm, I'm of course I'm not going to, you know, set myself up to lose. But right. in my mind, I'm like, okay, I don't know nothing about this, so how could I win? Like, you know, I'm going up against 20 people. It's, like, 15 different categories. And my category I was in was the last one was the main event. So I go in there, I compete, you know, Get some little hiccups and all that. I end up coming out with second place. So now my whole speech got to change when I go to school tomorrow. I can't be like, well, you know, you see what happened. I went out there. I gave it a shot. I didn't make it, but I was happy with my cut because it was a good cut. It was a cut that I get paid well for in the barbershop. I'm happy, you know? Wow. Now it's like, okay, well, you see, sometimes you're scared. You don't know what to expect. You get out there. You try something, and you win, you know? 54 trophies. So, of wow. course, I didn't win every time. Of course. But... You know, because me over here, we don't count losses over here. You know what I'm saying? We count. I won 54 times. That's nice. I competed over 100 times. That's nice. You know, but like I tell my people all the time, two L's make a W. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so it's just something that, I, you know, I think like, you know, you got to lose to win. Like, winning ain't going to feel as good until you tried to get something and you didn't get it, you know? Wow. Like, it feels much better when you... When you struggle, when you had a little adversity, when somebody told you you couldn't do it, and then you do it. So let me ask you this. So being in the position that you are now, Paul, you got the 54 trophies. You are working on a barber school. Mm-hmm. You are a ambassador for several other companies. Mm-hmm. Are you still interested, or would you still throw yourself out there in regards to a competition? Not per se. Okay. Um, if I do compete, it would be like some a competition I never did before, like something different. Like I've won every category that's pretty much out wow. there. Fast and fade, freestyle design, old school, retro haircut, wow. best fade, tag team, which are two barbers. Wow. Um, low fade and beard, uh, kids, total look, <laughs> like whatever, you know, like. So where do you get these? Okay, so uh, last night. I was at the uh, the event. So mm-hmm. where does the where do these barbers come from? I seen two kids. And, I seen two kids. And so how do you guys are these like friends or how do you guys solicit the um, okay? The so the the it's like it's like a, it's like a competitive barbering is a sport. Okay. You know, if I'm gonna cut hair all day and I know I could go somewhere 
and and bring some bring a model of my choice okay. and put myself up against other people who cut hair for for trophies, money, bragging rights, you know. Okay, okay. Well now I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot. <laughs> okay. So um, these people they just follow each other. Like you know, we hear about a barber battle, we just go. You know, it's different cities. So I travel the country. I have my trophies come from different cities. Wow. I've won all over the country. I've won Bronner Brothers, CT Barber Expo. Um, so give us just give us some states and places you've been. States that I've won, I've been uh, Indiana, uh, Ohio, Iowa, uh, Minnesota, of course here. Every every damn near every show here. Wow. Uh, Texas, Connecticut, um, New Orleans, <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. I've won in every one of these states. Wow. Yeah. You've got more trophies than the average uh, athlete. Yeah. That's 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 impressive. Thank you. So, so what, what, um, so what, what are you, what are you working on, like right, right now? I know you mentioned that uh, a barber school. Now, what, what does that entail, and how, how does that look uh, in the future? Well, because I have so many prior commitments to all these, you know, I was already into education. And mind you, I started competing because I was trying to inspire my students and end up inspiring myself and opening up something else bigger than, than what I planned for myself. So now I got all these other projects. I got my own show, BWA. It was at the Rosemont Convention Center. That's in September. It's BWA 3, to be exact. Um, so the, 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 the school got derailed a little bit because I got so much other things. Now I'm like one of the top um, barber judges that, that judge barber shows in, nice. the, in the country right now. Uh, I do mentorships. I do... Uh, uh, um, Competition coaching, like if you want to, if you're a barber, you want to cut hair, you want to get to competing. I teach people what to look for to wow. how to prepare yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, financially. You know what I'm saying? Because that's got to be stress. You know, oh, I'm sitting yeah. there, you oh, know, man. watching those guys, and yeah. they were pressed for time, and you know, everybody's looking, and they got their cameras, and they're looking around at other barbers. And, you got to pace yourself. Yeah, some of them not moving fast enough. Some of them moving too like, fast. I was like, is it wow. like? You know, just like any sport, you know, you play ball, so you know, you know, yeah, you can hit all the shots in practice, but then when it's time to hit that free throw for the win, you break it. Like, it's mental. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do that in the game. You know what I'm saying? So, if I, I figure if I could go from the barbershop and cut all these people and all my clients are happy, why can't I do that around other people for money and trophies and prizes? It's just focusing and, 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 and just getting better every time. Like, trying to better myself and not trying to be better than anybody else. Like when you compete when 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 you when you when you're when you're competing in anything like sports or anything that's competitive where it's for money and trophies and all that, at the end of the day you have to get better every day. You can't look at LeBron or somebody else and be like, I wanna be better than him one day. You have to be better than who you was yesterday. You know? If you're not getting enough sleep, you gotta go sleep early. If you're not, you know, you gotta if you're not getting enough nutrition, you gotta start eating better, you know? Wow. If you're not the best team player, you got to pass the ball more. You know what I'm saying? You have to make yourself better to make other people better around you so we all can win together. So we can all be inspired by each other. We can all be motivated by each other. And we all win the championship. That's what it's about. And even yesterday, watching some of the equipment that they were using, mm -hmm. some of those, some of that stuff looked pretty pretty pricey. No, yeah. Clippers are not, I mean, Clippers, Clippers is as high as $500, $600. Wow. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So how many how many clippers do you have in your kit? In my kit, what I cut at in the shop, I have about ten. And you do you use all ten on one person's head? No. I use wow. between three to four clippers on different people. 
So I have different clippers that's good at different things, different type of textures of hair, different type of fades, Impressive. different shape up, different, you know, I got these clippers that cut beards better. You know, I got these clippers that cut afros better. I got these clippers that cut straight hair, which is also known as round hair, round sale, flat sale hair is, you know, kind of like, you know, curly texture hair. Okay. You know, so I got clippers that specialize in different things. But because I work for a clipper company, I get these things free of charge. Whenever they drop a new release, they give them to me before they drop them so I can test them. And most of the time, I'm helping them put the clippers together. So I'm also on the team with Wall, and I help them. Right now, we're working on new things, and I help them because I've been fading and cutting hair over 30 years. So wow. I help them. I'm helping them. As me, as everybody else on the team, we're helping them and contributing what we know to bring a new and better product, you know, to compete with the other things. So with the 10 clippers that you just named, and then you just gave different types of uh, hair textures, so mm -hmm. it's safe to say that you don't just cut African-Americans' hair? Yes. Cut all textures. Impressive. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you. So, so by your client, I mean by your shop being in a predominantly African American community, do you have other ethnicities coming to sit in your chair? Yes, I do. I have all ethnicities as clients. What about celebrities? You got any celebrities? Yes, I also have celebrities. I cut um, Dion Bush from the Bears. Uh, I cut Leon Rogers. That's on WGCI 107.5. That's like my big brother. Shout out Leon. Yeah, I seen Leon. Um, he did one of my friends' show. I was like, Nah, told me to tell you how. He was like, Yeah, that's my guy. He cut my hair. Mm -hmm. That's my that's my big brother. You know he he's you know he kind of you know he been doing this a long time. So when I talk to him about certain things, like whatever, just. You know, grown man stuff. He, you know, he's older. He's been through everything I've been through. And wait, so these guys come to your shop or you yeah. go to them? They, uh, both. Oh, well, most of them come to the shop. Hannibal okay. Burrs. Okay. I cut Hannibal Burrs. I cut Tim Meadows. I think I said him. Um, right now, that's what I got right now. So how do they, how do these celebrities or people in the spotlight, how do they find you? Um, most of the time, it's word of mouth. Okay. Because they know people that know people. So when somebody's looking for a good barber, nobody's not going to recommend a barber that's lazy or, you know, personal hygiene is off or, they, you know, you're going to come up to, you know, you're going to cut my hair high every time and, you know, and you're going to be tripping. You got a bad attitude, you're unprofessional. So because people know, because I also go to different cities and I cut hair. Okay. I went to different cities and used people from different cities, like strangers I never met and won trophies. Oh, nice. So when they know that you can go to a different city and use a random person that you find in the mall and still bring a trophy back home to Chicago, that means you can cut a celebrity, you can cut dope. anybody, That's you know dope. what I'm saying? So people refer me, like, okay, this guy's dedicated, he's always at work. I get referred to by other people's clients because they go and they barber not even at work and they always see me at work. Oh, yeah, go to him. I mean, this is my barber, but he's always there. Well... We have, time is running out. We appreciate you. So you guys know that you can be more than just an athlete. Y'all just heard what this young man just said. He came from the west side of Chicago and made himself a household name, working for some top uh, companies, and yes. he's got some celebrity clients world, uh, respected around uh, the world. He's got 56 trophies. And so that says a lot about who he is and his character. And he also talked about character, which is so important.